0: No necessary. Void were by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would you like to pay less for your car insurance? At Inovo Insurance, you can enjoy savings of up, up to 25% off on your car insurance. Call our award-winning team of experts now on 0818 treble hundred. Don't renew until you call Innovo Insurance. Inovo Insurance Limited trading as Inovo Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Minimum premium of 344
2: euro applies. Acceptance criteria and terms and conditions apply. At Joe Norris Motors Peugeot, we're known for our exciting range of award-winning cars and SUVs. Now we've created a range that's electrifying. The fully electric E208, striking and distinctive. The fully electric E2008 compact SUV, smooth and spacious. And the 3008 plug-in hybrid, combining advanced electric and petrol engine technology. To book a test drive at Joe Norris Motors Peugeot, visit Joe joenorismotors.ie.
0: Waiting to explore with you what is often puzzling and always slightly beyond rational understanding. This story is real. And what happened goes back almost a hundred years when Joseph Conrad recorded it. Then, even more so than now, the word Congo had acquired sobering connotation. Sobering indeed, as a commercial trader was to discover. Chaos.
2: Chaos. Wake up. Up, man. Well, what is it? Uh, Listen. What do the drums mean? How should I know? Go back to bed, Carvia. I can't. I can't sleep. I'll ask my. Court. You stay inside the house. That's an order, Carvia. Yeah. I don't want to lose you. <laughs>
0: A mystery story, The Warriors from Luanda, is adapted from a story by Joseph Conrad and was written especially for the mystery theater by Roy Windsor. It stars Bob Dryden and William Griffiths. It is sponsored in part by Contact, the twelve-hour cold capsule, and Exlax. I'll be back shortly with Act One. He likes the company of others. When men are deprived of human companionship, they undergo subtle changes. They hold conversations only with themselves. Solitary confinement is brutal punishment. It requires strong nerves to endure it. Mental change causes physical change. And a man released from isolation looks different and sounds different. Keep that in mind as we meet the director of the Dutch Great Trading Company. He is saying goodbye to Keerts and Collier aboard his steamer. Have you any questions,
3: Keerts?
2: No, Herr Director. You are in charge? Collier takes his orders from you. Is that understood, Collier? Yes, Herr Director. This uh, is not Amsterdam. It is the Congo. The jungle is dangerous and enveloping. I have left you with ten men, all employed by the company, but responsible to you. They will keep the trading post clear. Mikora and his wife have survived here for years. He keeps the storehouse with its cloth and trinkets for barter. I will rely on him. The responsibility of the post is yours. We expect you to collect ivory. The company is generous with rewards for agents who are industrious. I am proceeding upriver. I will not return for six months. By then, Herr Director, I will have filled the storehouse with ducks. Good. You have ample food, and if you treat Kabila's tribe with decency and consideration, his hunters will bring you game and produce. Is there anything more? No, Herr Director. We understand perfectly. Then I will say goodbye. We will step ashore. Goodbye, Herr hey. Director. Well, Kalia, it's oh, wonderful. <laughs> I feel like an overlord. A raised house with a veranda that overlooks the Congo. Ten men to do the work. Mikola and his wife to manage the storehouse. What more could we want? And the ivory tusks everywhere in exchange for a piece of claw for a trinket. Six months, Kalia. Six months. And we will be rich. You'll be rich. Your turn will come. (laughs) And after you've made your fortune, I will meet your boat in Amsterdam and we'll celebrate our wonderful adventure
0: in Africa. Look. Look
2: how the sun casts a bar of gold across the river. (laughs) Surface doesn't seem to move. I haven't seen Macora since... Oh, uh, he's coming down to us. Well, Makola, we have been admiring the view.
1: You must be careful, Tuan. It is a dangerous river. Ah? The crocodile is very swift. You see there? what looks like a branch. It does not move downstream. Crocodile, you turn your back and he is upon you. That is why our house is on stilts. We fear the crocodile more than any other animals in the jungle. Uh.
2: Just how do we go about the bartering, McCullough? I don't speak the native language.
1: I suppose I could manage the sign language. I, I speak the tongues. The natives come with tusks. I speak with them. You make the decision, Tuan. The director says that Skibola... Is that right, Kibola Yes, he is chief of a local tribe. Very friendly. Does he supply tusks? No, no, Twan. These people hunt only for food and have a village. They do not wander through the jungle. It is the wandering tribes who hunt for ivory, and they bring the tusks to our trading port. And they
2: exchange ivory for cloth and fingers? Knives, bells, beads.
1: We have many things. Extraordinary. The director speaks to me about the ten men, Twan. Oh, he did?
2: And what did the director have to say?
1: Tuan, it is very hot here. Men must be made to work. If they plant seeds, you will have plenty of produce. Over there was a clearing for growing vegetable. There? Mm. Good heavens,
2: It's a take it. Do you say there was a garden there?
1: Mm. Agent before you had men clear the land.
2: He also had the house built, didn't he?
1: Yes, Twan. He was an artist. He spent many hours painting on canvas. Keats. Look up
2: there on the hill behind our house. Close to that huge Spanion tree. Ah. A cross. A tilted cross. Is that where the first agent was buried, Makola?
1: Yes, Twan. Chewed up by a crocodile, McCullough? No. No, one. Of fever. Well? Mm. They are no better than first agents I have to bury in ground.
3: Oh, do you like these men?
1: They seem nice men. You should be the agent. Perhaps. Perhaps one day... But the director pays me well. We will see.
3: The Congo is not good for these men who come from where it is cold and where heavy fog creeps over the shore and the land has no sun.
1: This is our land. And the land is their enemy.
2: Glass the sunset. Day after day after day after day. Like a cauldron of red-hot metal pouring over the black jungle. That silent, deadly river. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I think I shall go mad, Gail. Only a month now, Galia. The steamer will be along in a month. Uh, If it weren't for my daughter, Mary, you wouldn't catch me here. Uh. If it hadn't been for that brother-in-law of mine, I, I maybe I'd still be in the army or any place but here. He got me this appointment knowing I'd be miserable in the heart of this blessed continent. Did your brother-in-law persuade you that you'd make your fortune as a trader? Did he urge you to leave the army? No. That's neither here nor there. I see. What do you see? Were you discharged from the administration of telegraphs? Is that why you're here? No. I left to earn a dowry for my daughter. She's 17. She's all I have. Merely lives with my sister. My wife is dead. When I have saved enough for her dowry... You'll ah, never have it. You were supposed to collect ivory. Supplies supply is pitiful... The trading station looks abandoned and the men do nothing. That will do. Shall I remind you, Collier, that I am the agent and that you are my assistant? Yes, sir. What will you tell the director when he asks to see the ivory? And asks about the garden and the fencing and the new landing stage that the man wouldn't work. Hold your tongue, Carly. If you weren't in charge. Yeah, but I am, and don't you forget it. Now get down to Macaulay's hut and tell him to come here to the house. Well? Look. Look down there, Coyotes. Huh? I've never seen them before. In front of the storehouse with Macaulay and his wife. Fierce-looking devils, aren't they? I wonder where the tribe comes from. I better go down. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Macola's wife is coming up here. Macola seems to be quarrelling with her leader, pacing back and forth and gesturing. They don't appear to be friendly.
3: Macola sends me, Tuan.
2: Oh. Well, speak up, woman. What is it?
3: Macola says you are not to leave house. They are dangerous men, Tuan. Get your revolver, car, in. No, Tuan. They also have guns. I will not have Macola threatened. He will barter with them. Do not go down there. They
2: have brought tusks. Well?
3: Oh, they are fierce men, Tuan. Well, who are they? Where do they come from? From the coast, from Luanda. They are warriors. Macola will talk with them, but you stay here. The natives from Luanda are dangerous. I won't be intimidated by ignorance. I
2: think you will be, Kertz. I will. Against ten men armed with spears and guns? They'd leave us dead. Now, Director wouldn't like that, would he? Shut up. Now, when Makova has gotten rid of them, tell him to come up here. He
3: will come up here, Tuan.
2: I, uh, I should thank you, Keats. Not that I would have obeyed you. When I give an order... But I... you didn't. Because you're afraid to go down there. <laughs> so am I. But I admit it. Ah, uh, the men are leaving. Mm. And McCora has uh, gone into his hut. Huh. Look. There's his wife coming up from the shore. She circled the clearing. <laughs> She's afraid, too. We should always carry our revolvers with us. I intend to.
3: You cannot, Makola. The director will be angry. He will never
1: know. I cannot stand up to the men from Luanda. They threaten all of us, they have guns.
3: But the trader and the assistant. There will be no trouble.
1: Oh, they
3: will know.
1: That may be. I am loyal to the great trading company, but also to you, to the children. The warriors threaten to kill us.
3: How oh, is it to be done?
1: I have arranged it in my head. It is better you do not know. Better for them, too.
0: hundred years ago, the jungles of Africa were impenetrable. It truly was the dark continent. Two men are isolated there. What happens to them will unfold when I return shortly with Act Two. From the beginning of recorded time, Man has been driven to explore and to plunder for survival. And from England, Belgium, the Netherlands, explorers lay claim to the riches in undeveloped regions. And they were followed by traders, such as Keerts and Collier, who manned outposts on jungle rivers to barter for ivory. Two isolated men who await Makola and his explanation about those unfamiliar warriors from Luanda.
2: Takes his own good time, doesn't he? Well, the sun's going down. That's a blessing. It's positively balmy. <laughs> Can't be more than ninety-five degrees. Perhaps we should go for a swim. You're a fool. Congo gives me the shivers. For heaven's sake, huh? What is it? Isn't that smoke? Huh? See there, off to the right. Isn't there smoke rising above the trees? Yes, it is. Three columns of it. Makova? Yes. Just one here. yes? What's that over there? Smoke? Yeah, I can see that. Fire. Villages burn. Shouldn't we take our men and try to help? No.
1: It is too late.
2: Is that Kebola's village? I do not know. It is close by. And you don't care? They both are friends. Let's call out the men, Kayats. Ring the Let's call. Go.
1: No, Herr Kertz. When villages are burned, natives have been driven out. No one will be there. Who drove them out? Could be the Luanda.
2: The blighters who were here late this afternoon? Uh,
1: they are bad men. Did they threaten you, Makola? We argue about tusks. Oh? They have ivory? Oh, very much. Do you, like, get more ivory? Yes,
2: certainly. We haven't collected very much in the past five months. Of course
1: I want ivory, as much as they have. Then I arrange for it. The director will be pleased. I should hope so. The director also asked about fencing and new landing stage. The men he left with me simply won't work. Well, maybe, maybe, Tuan, if you show them good time, tomorrow they will work. Give them party tonight. <laughs> what a wonderful idea.
2: You have to give them a party for doing nothing. Isn't that novel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Palm wine has gone sour. I give it to them and they enjoy themselves tomorrow. They will work.
2: Oh, well, go ahead. Why not? Uh,
1: you you stay in house, yes. It is dangerous. You stay with me,
2: Carla. One of them might go off his head. That's an order. You and your orders. Ridiculous.
1: You have fever, Twan. You stay quiet. Fever will burn away. I will take palm wine to men. You do not leave house, Twan. Why should we have anything to fear from our
2: own men? Let me point out something I have said before. I am the agent in charge here. And you are my (laughs) servant. The person in charge is my colon. Don't try to deny it. You will not call me ridiculous in front of a servant. I won't stand for that kind of insubordination. If it happens once more... Yes, what will you do? I'll discharge you. You mean, throw me out of our castle on stilts? This vermin-infested hutch of a platform? You're welcome to the whole place. I'll head downstream to the coast. You may do what you please. But you won't survive a day in the jungle. I've warned you, Carlyle. Now go to bed. Take your quinine and go to bed. You may go to hell. It couldn't be worse than this. Chaos! Ah! Chaos, wake up! Huh? Yeah. There's trouble in the camp. You know, who? who. What is it? when we go back to bed. Oh. That's a yell for help. Go down there. Take care of our. Ah, oh, it's just one of the men drunk on the palm wine. Do you hear that? Go down there, chaos. That's one of our men. Makova. you're in charge fear. That's what you tell me all the time. What kind of man are you? Intelligent enough not to risk my life for a, for a dead native. And I'm, I, I. Oh, I'm dizzy. Ah. Fever. Forget what you heard. And go back to sleep. We will find out in the morning. Oh, I, I have to go to the, to the camp. Well, do what you please, but remember the cross on the hill. He died of fever. That's right. Do you prefer a bullet? Ah, you're up, Kalia. You look better. Where uh, are the men? Well, they will straggle down. Shortly, i will the Alps. Oh, again. Oh, there's Macola. Come up here and down, uh, He doesn't appear to be excited. Maybe he didn't hear the gunshot. When did you wake me up?
1: It was almost three o'clock.
2: Just yes, one kids. Where are the
1: men? They, uh, they went last night with the coast people the Luanda. What? They deserted. They, uh, they go away, to one. But they can't.
2: They're company men, employed by a great trading companies.
1: They were no good.
2: The director will be furious. He
1: will like the ivory. Ivory.
2: Uh, down there, Kryatz, in front of the storehouse. Good Lord! I never saw such a collection.
1: The Wanda returned. And... You say barter with them, and they have many tusks. You wish to see Tuan. Uh, good work, Makola. I will certainly mention this to the director. Wonderful. Are you coming, Carlier? Oh, yes, yes, I'm all right. You should stay in bed here, Twan Carlier. You have fever. The sun is gone. Oh, first, first, I must see the
2: ivory. That's why we came to this desolate place.
1: Ah, beautiful. I never saw such tasks, Makola. I, I will weigh and store for the director. What did you have to give for it, makola no regular trade. They bring ivory. I tell them to take what they want. The Luanda need carriers very badly. Our men were no good here, one. No trade, no entry in books, all correct. You gave them
2: our men? You exchanged the company men
1: for these tusks? These you sold them into slavery? The men were no good to us. Oh, you scoundrel. What a
2: vile thing to do, sell our men for ivory. The director will hear about this, I swear it. I've never heard of a more despicable act. You have no more duties here, Mikola. You and your family are to leave
1: at once. You are very red Herr Kurtz. If you are so irritable in the sun, you will get fever and die, like our first chief.
3: We will return to the coast, to my people, Mako. No. You heard, Herr Kea. He
1: spoke out of anger.
3: It was wrong to sell the men. No.
1: The chief of the Luanda would accept nothing else... If I do not agree, he and his men kill us. Take everything. We have the ivory and we are alive. Do not worry about her kids. He will not drive us away.
3: Oh, what will the two men do now for food?
1: They have rice, things in tins. The steamer will be here soon.
3: Oh, let us travel with the director down to the coast, Makola. I no longer feel safe on this outpost.
2: Where have you been? I went up to the camp. You're mad. Have you no sense? You are fever. You're weak. Do you want to die? I, I found one of Gabola's men lying dead in front of one of the workmen's huts. What? The way I see it. Macola carried the palm wine up to the workmen. They got drunk and fell asleep. That's when that tribe from Loanda pounced upon them and carried them off. One of the men from Ebola's village was there and stayed sober. He protested. I was shot and killed. Ah, what will you do now? We can't touch the ivory, of course. What a frightful thing to have done. Made slaves in exchange for animal tusks It's very
1: wrong, Chaos. They were walking down from the
3: house, Makola.
1: Of course. Now you will see.
2: Kalia <laughs> found one of Gibola's men lying dead in front of a workman's hut. You tell Gibola to have him
1: removed. Yes, Twan. What do you intend to do with these tusks? The sun is very strong here for tusks. I must weigh them, place them in storehouse. They're very heavy. Oh, that really is a splendid collection. The Luanda are great hunters, Twan. Yeah, and marauders. No, when I have stored them, I will go to Gubola, as you have ordered
3: I will help you, Macola. Oh, one man could not carry so big
2: a time. I I can't see a woman doing that work. All right, if I give them a hand. We'll Do as you please.
3: You are not well to uncall you. Oh, the fever. I will
2: break. <clears throat> I can't leave this. Beautiful pieces of ivory in the sun. You will kill yourself. Ah, no matter. I've given up. I don't expect to leave this place alive. Six months. Yeah. I remember when we first put ashore? Yeah. Uh, Well, perhaps tomorrow the steamer will come. Oh, that's a great store of ivory cats. It's a shame. We should get credit for it. I have been giving that a good deal of thought. You need some credit. The clearing is overworn with rank... Grass, the the fences. That will do six God. months, and you haven't accomplished a thing. The stations of disgrace. No ivory. You've lost the company workmen. You've discharged Macola, but he's still here. I'm sick and tired of listening to you talk about position. Where's your face at, Keats? We're like two blind men in a dark room. But I intend to emerge from that dark room. With credit, you will be dead. Credit? Yeah. Credit for the ivory. Oh, you said you wouldn't touch it. I've changed my mind. Selling the workmen into slavery was despicable. Uh-huh. Macola did that. I'm still horrified by it. But the men he sold to the Luanda were company men. Oh. They worked for the company. They were paid for their work. So the ivory is company ivory. I see. And McCuller and his wife? He, too, is a company man. If ten workmen choose to desert... Preferring to become carriers for the (laughs) lawander? Yes, I begin to see... Well, you're not an absolute fool after all, Keats. As compensation, the Luanda brought us a fortune in ivory. The men were worthless to us and to themselves. Yeah, we've done them a favor, and the Luanda have rewarded us. <laughs> the logic is peculiar. <laughs> well, who will know the truth? The director has seen worse things done on the quiet, believe me.
0: I do, and I'm relieved. Earlier, I mentioned the effect that solitary confinement can have on a man. We will soon discover the fate of Cairch and Collier when I return with Act Three. Unfolding a story written by Joseph Conrad, who in the year 1890, commanded a small Belgian Congo steamboat. He contracted fever, dysentery, and in his words, everything became repellent to him. Men and things, but especially men. From that experience, he wrote this story about the disintegration of a trader and his assistant. Three more weeks have passed, and McCullough's wife is concerned.
3: The two men quarrel and break things, Makola. I have heard them. Stay away
1: from their house. They have revolvers. They are no longer responsible for what they do.
3: Oh, they are
1: starving. They have rice.
3: But nothing else. The Gabola's people do not bring game or food. They are weak and they are starving. I do
1: not care. I have no respect for them. They do not belong here.
3: Have ah, pity on them. No.
1: Leave them alone. Time will tell against them. The steamer is late. The director is busy with other stations. I do not know when he will arrive.
3: The men will be dead. Then, Gibola's wish will be granted.
2: We need food. we we'll are rot a fever and starvation. You sit there. You're in charge of this pest hole. Do something, Coyote. The steamer... Oh, the... After all you know, the steamer's passed us by. We have to do something. I have ivory for the director. Ivory. Blast the ivory. And the jungle. Burn it down. exterminate the natives. That's fire to the whole continent. Oh, you are crazy. You sit there moaning over that picture of your men. I warn you, fire. <laughs> <Kaya. laughs> Free me from this place. Free me. I'm so sick. Uh, The solitude. It is absolute. Everything has gone out of me. Images of home. Gone. Those I love to recede into the distance. Become... Become indistinct. The great silence of the wilderness, its hopelessness envelops me. I've lost the will to resist. Death stalks us, and I have no will to resist. No will. you oh. oh you're alive get away from me you slept all day good get up now don't lie there and rot i fixed supper i can't choke down any more rice there's coffee then bring out the sugar what are you holding it for there are only a few lumps left i'll well, bring it out it's for when we are sick sick I'm sick to death. Bring out the sugar or I'll strangle you to death. I forbid you to speak to me that way. You what? I'm your chief. Chief? Who's chief? There's no chief here. There's nothing here but you and me. Fetch the sugar, you blundering idiot. Shut up, Kaya. I dismiss you. You miserable scoundrel. You flabby, good-for-nothing civilian. Put down that stool. Make me... Come back here! Open that door! Open it, you power! He's mad. Revolver. Where is my, my revolver? Ah. Uh, I have to control my nerves. If you don't swing out that trigger, I'll break the door down. I'll throw you horse myself. I have to get out of here. The window. Drop to the ground and run for the river. Past Maculver's hut and the storehouse. Run (laughs) my legs. This morning I couldn't walk a yard without groaning. Run, run for my life. He's mad. now you're the some place and I'm waiting for you what is this all about this madness what did we quarrel about sugar a lump of sugar How preposterous ah. I will remain hidden behind the house
1: where are your payers
2: I'm coming for you I hear him yeah. Which, 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 which way do I run? To the left or to the right?
3: Help.
2: I hit my shoulder. He, he'll fire again. I don't hear him. you. Macola. Macola, yes, Twan, yes, help, help! I can, I, can hardly walk. Help me to the front of the house,
1: yes. please. Yes, yeah, Twan, here, hold my arm.
2: He, he tried to kill me. He, he get me back to the porch. A lump of sugar. Civilized men quarrelling and killing over a lump of sugar. Oh,
1: oh, thank you, Macola. Yeah. What? What's that? Ercalia. He's been shot and killed. But my shoulder. The gunshot. Let me... He's dead, Macola. Yes, Twan. I don't understand.
2: He came round, threatening to kill me. We collided in the dark, and there was a shot.
1: And my shoulder... You are not shot, Twan. Isn't that wonderful? I will see to her target one. (laughs) That miserable brute,
2: that pompous, lazy, insolent misfit. He's dead. (laughs) I'm well rid of him. Threatening me. He didn't learn very much in the army about obedience.
1: There was mutiny. The Director will understand. Twan. Twan, is is this your revolver? Uh, yes. Yes, that is mine. There is only one revolver, Twan. Where is his? I don't know.
2: He came after me to shoot me. I w- I will look. Now what will I do? Bury him, I suppose? Order Macola to build a cross? Place him next to the first agent. I killed him. Killed
1: in self-defense. Tuan, I did not find a revolver near Herr Collier. It was in his room. This is his revolver. I... I shot an unarmed man. Herr Collier died of fever, Twan. Yes, I... I think he died of fever. Bury him tomorrow. For tonight we leave him on the porch.
2: I am dreaming. <laughs> Kalia is dead. What difference does that make? Thousands die every day. I'm at peace with myself. <laughs> what if I? And not Kalia was dead. But I'm not. I must wake up. The mist is all around me. Penetrating. Silent. White. Deadly.
0: Carrying my
2: guilt through the jungle. Calling me to justice. Calling me. Help! Help! Help!
1: mad. He runs wildly
3: to the shore.
1: The steamer.
3: Cats! Cats! He's gone. He runs into the jungle. Oh, how do we explain what happened to Herr
1: He went mad from fever, ran into the forest. Both men are gone. That is all the director will need to know.
3: And we go down river to the coast with the director? Yes.
1: The company sends stupid men to the station. I want no more of them. They offend the natives. We do not collect them up ivory.
3: You have a great store of ivory, Makola.
1: Thanks to the Luanda.
3: And to the workmen, who are now their slaves.
2: Come aboard, Makola. Tie a canoe to the ladder. Well...
1: I'm pleased to see you. I am honored, Herr Director. Uh, May I ask where
2: Kayats is and that uh, assistant whose name I've forgotten? Herr Collier.
1: Ah, yes, of course. Well? They are dead, Herr Director. Ah. The usual, Uh, McCullough? Fever. Herr Collier died of fever. He is buried.
2: And the agent?
1: Herr Kayats became wild in the head and ran into the jungle.
2: Madness. He cannot survive. And this station, has the work
1: been done? No, Sir Director. I fear this much. Imbeciles. The company men did not work. Last full moon, they leave station. They join the Wanda's, This unlucky station to one. Well, there's
2: nothing wrong with this station. It's the fools the company sends me to man them. Any ivory?
1: You come ashore to see.
2: Cola. It's a marvelous collection. Heaven's name, how did you collect such superb tusks? I bartered for it, sir. Yes, well, you bartered well. I see you still have half the supplies I left with you. What tribe brought you this wonderful collection? Luanda. Ah, oh, I understand. And it was with the Luandas that the workmen went? Yes, sir. Amusing. (laughs) We uh, think alike, McCullough. Yes, sir. Both of us have a shrewd understanding of real values. I think that you could become an outstanding agent for a great trading company. I'll have my men load the ivory aboard. Then you and I will talk further? Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh!
0: isolated and destitute. Kayerts and Collier gave up respectable positions to become ivory traders in the middle of equatorial Africa. Unqualified, they degenerated so swiftly that in six months they died, both violently. Greed drove Great Trading Company and greed drove the two men. Only a heartless man such as a director or a shrewd man like McCullough and survive the challenges of exploitation. I shall be back shortly. Conrad wrote this tragic story in 1895. The days of colonial exploitation have ended. Those who hunt and sell ivory are no longer cheated with gifts of cheap cloths, glittering beads and trinkets. Now they get value for what they sell. This is advancement of a sort. And the dignity we formerly accorded only to each other is now, we hope, accorded to all mankind. Our cast included Robert Dryden, William Griffiths, Joe Silver, and Joan Arliss. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division
3: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.